Hey, dear Tyler, good morning. How have you been? How are you doing? I really hope you're good. I hope you're fine. I hope everything is going on pretty well. And I actually hope you had a lovely weekend. I had a lovely weekend. I hope it was good. Um, and how have you been enjoying the series, right? I hope the series is really, really helping you. Um, I got a lot of feedback a lot, a lot of feedback from so many of um, the episodes, right? And even down to another second chance. It's, you know, just knowing that God doesn't hold the things that we do against us, right? So um, that we could literally approach God with the assurance that he's not going to use our past to judge us. Right, it's not going to use our past to judge us and all. It's just extremely, extremely comforting to know all of that. And it's a blessing, really. It's a blessing, really. Um, and, you know, usually, like I say, most of the things that we discuss here, I basically live it out in my own life, right? Having to learn to forgive myself, forgive people, understand that the things that I've done uh, before are not like indications of my presence. They, they don't have to be, right? I don't have to put myself in a position where my reality, I'm, the reality I'm living is meant to be a memory that I have, you get, or a memory that I should have let go of. So, yeah, God is helping each and every one of us. It's a... It's a major thing, uh, the whole healing process from offense, the whole um, healing process from, uh, you know, disappointments, whether caused by people or the things that we did. It's it's hard and it's tough enough, but then, you know, God, God pulls us through, which is super, super amazing. So I got a lot of questions um, about this today's, um, topic, right? I just had to, you know, I had to ask a lot of people, just like, okay, just hang on there for a while, that we're going to talk about it. Uh, and today's topic is forgive and forget. Forgive and forget. It's probably one of the most controversial parts of the whole um, forgiveness concept. You know, some people have the opinion that um, uh, if you forgive, um, forget what has happened, you know, if you still remember what has happened, it means you've not forgiven. Um, some other people are like, it's impossible to forget the things that people have done. Do you understand? Um, like, they scarred you to a point and it's terrible, it's bad, it's this, it's that, blah, blah, and all of that. So, you know, people are are generally caught in between uh, two lines of thought, right? Generally caught in between two lines of thought. Uh, there are questions of what is important, what should be done, what we should focus on, the things that we should do. So these are some of the contentions um, that I've seen. Now, like I say, my this is my opinion, and I just believe that they fall in line with Scripture, they fall in line with God's ideology of how things should happen. Um, and 
uh, it's all the final authority. I'm, you know, I'm growing, I'm learning. But then these are things that I feel would help us, right, generally. To, um, things that would be beneficial, things that would help us to grow. Uh, there are also things that have helped me personally, right? The end product of all of this is that at the end of the day, every action that we show, right, every action that we take, every expression that we reveal, reveals the love of the Father. It reveals God, right? Um, it shows God in the best way possible, the best way possible. Now, uh, I would start this way. From the first episode, we made, you know, made it very clear that offense is real. Offense is real. You can't just push it to the side and be like, nah, um, you know now, like, it's not a serious issue or something. No, we, we came to the realization that offense is real. Offense is true. People will be offended. People will do things that are offensive. Um, you would be offended would find ourselves in offensive circumstances they're generally things that we cannot avoid we cannot avoid and we have to come to the realization that different things leave different memories right they have different effects on people right so for somebody you may do a certain thing it may not be a big deal to them, right? Uh, but then to another person, that same thing is like you've you've committed sacrilege. For instance, there are a lot of people that are particular about greeting. Like if you see me around and I'm like your uh, elder or so, right? Like you should greet me and you should do it in a way that is befitting of my perceived value and honor for myself or something. And once you miss out on doing that to them, they can hold it against you for life and be like, this person, this, that, that. While some other people, it's not like they endorse, um, you know, this whole lack of respect. And, no, but then they're not so particular about it. So they don't have a problem with them greeting you. Like your young person, like, hey, good morning. It doesn't, it doesn't phase them. Now it's different for other people, right? So, like I said, so one person is highly offended when they're not being greeted. Another person doesn't mind. Now, all of these things are not like life-threatening or life-defining things. Um, in as much as respect should be taught, you know, at least for the the whole. Um, age factor, right? It's it's important that you show that level of respect and honor to elders. But I can assure you that there's some people that really, really um, don't mind it, right? A lot of people don't mind it. Now, but like I said, some people can be offended by that. Some people can be offended by not being celebrated on their birthday and they could hold it against you. They could hold it against you. They could hold it up to the point of your own birthday. So they'd be like, eh, you didn't celebrate me on my birthday, right? No problem. 
on your birthday, I'm going to miss it. Like you can plan that revenge, right? And because that that particular day means so much to them, and they want that perceived, um, they want that perceived uh, expression of honor, value, and all. But for some other people, whether you celebrate them or not, they're perfectly fine, absolutely fine. No offense. When it's your own birthday, they celebrate you. You get it's it's the people that are offended over birthdays that they're not wrong, but like I just said, it's their peculiarities to the people, right? But it's not life threatening. It's not life threatening. Uh, we may discuss or I may mention some sensitive things, right? Over. Sorry, I may mention some sensitive things during this discussion. Right? So just bear with me. But I want to be as practical as possible. Now, what about things that can really wreck an individual? For instance, betrayal. Is it really possible to forget betrayal? Just think about it. Like I mentioned the other stuff, greeting, you know, it's not a big deal. It's not life-threatening. You just get angry, you didn't greet me today, blah, 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 and life goes on, right? But betrayal... You see, the concept of betrayal comes from the, 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 the reality or an expression that it was a strong relationship. You cannot be betrayed by someone that you do not have a relationship with. So trust must have been involved in order for betrayal to occur. If you understand what I'm saying, right? Trust must have been involved in order for betrayal to occur. Now that in itself is big because trust is, it's not necessarily tangible or something, but then it's its a major commitment. Now somebody ends up betraying you, right? Um, somebody ends up betraying you is it easy to forget? Should you forget? If you remember after forgiving, doesn't mean that you have not forgiven properly. Let's say you were bullied, you know, or you were a victim of domestic violence, right? Maybe a wife being beaten by her husband or a husband being emotionally traumatized by the wife or children living in an abusive home or something like that and then you've you've had all of that and these these individuals you know directly scarred you in a way now you've forgiven them you've pardoned them for their actions but then you still live those memories does it mean that you've not forgiven are you required to forget the things that have happened to you. Now, this is my take on it. We 
we build things, right, based on memories. For instance, because while I was like in, you know, secondary school, high school, I really didn't have friends and I understood like I felt firsthand what it meant to be alone. I felt firsthand what it meant to be alone, to be stripped off of um, relationships, you know, to look all around and have nobody around you. That people literally don't even like you. Like they literally look at you and they say that you're not a likable person and all. And because of that experience, I told myself that I would not allow people feel um, alone. So I remember those things, but I used it to create a value system for myself. And like, ah, okay, Binga, remember you were alone, how you felt abandoned. There were times that you wanted to share things, but then you couldn't necessarily speak up, maybe because of inferiority complex, because of your fear of being judged, right? you really had that desire to do it and then you know what you suffered how you entered depression how you battled suicidal thoughts you know how you had this whole twisted mindset this whole twisted concept and because binga you felt that you know how terrible it is it's not good for anyone to feel it so why not promise yourself and do everything within your power do everything possible to make sure that the people that you encounter always feel loved, always feel respected, always feel valued. Now, that was a bad experience I had, but I was able to transform it into something good. I did not forget it. There are... This is what I believe should be done. The Bible says that love keeps no record of wrong love keeps no record of wrong keeps no record of it now Peter probably Jesus uh, this is closest disciple at that time publicly declared that he would go the whole mile with with the Lord declared publicly and said okay Lord I'm not leaving you I'm going to be by your side throughout so he publicly declared that lovely and Jesus told him that you're going to be changed he said never and he betrayed Jesus you know three times denied Jesus right rather and um, on the third time after the whole prophecy was fulfilled he caught a glimpse of Jesus and you know Jesus the eye contact and all and you know, he felt bad he went and he repented now a part of scripture said you know after Jesus had resurrected they went back fishing and all that uh, they saw someone on the beach you know Peter jumped out of the boat swam over and went to talk to Jesus and Anyway, the part of the scripture I want to get to is where Jesus told Peter, um, Peter, if you love me, feed my lambs. And he said it three times. 
Now, Peter felt that Jesus told him that because he had uh, denied him. And it was just an emphasis note by the Lord. Just an emphasis note by the Lord. I do not believe that Jesus said that thing three times because he wanted to remind Peter, remember, I'm telling you number three, because you betrayed, you denied me three times or something like that. Nah, I don't think so. So, this is what I believe. There are some experiences that you would never be able to forget. And it's okay. You would never be able to forget them. It's okay. What you should do is decide what those experiences cause in your life. When you have a memory of a bad occurrence in your life, do you channel that energy into negativity that brings you to depression, brings you to the point of feeling um, rejected? Does it bring you back into points of agitation or can you channel it into a positive thing you were part of an abusive family and you had some of those abusive experiences you know you relived them or certain things that you saw can you channel that energy Tyler into saying that I'm going to because of the bad experience I had I'm going to create a perfect or a conducive environment for my family. My wife is going to feel loved. My husband is going to feel respected. My children are going to feel safe. And then you begin to channel that energy in towards building. Right? In towards building those structures. Very, very important. In towards building those structures. Oh, I was heartbroken by um, so, so, so person the person did this to me the person did this to me the person did this to me are you going to use that consistently to judge every other relationship that you're going to go into right or will you channel that energy to um, you know help build yourself and be more particular about maybe um, some of the things that were lacking in the previous relationship do you understand open up and you say okay you're going to whether help other people or even help yourself you know build up a proper structure because most times most times um some of these things are either lapses from our side maybe things that we did not necessarily do um don't just assume that everybody's just bad and wicked no there may be things that you might have done wrong that might have prompted for certain things to happen right you're using that negative experience but you're changing it into a positive energy to build right and um, be more solid you could even use it as a point of building certain things that you should pursue because maybe your pursuit at that time the pointers that you're looking for were not strong enough you know um, they're not valid pointers towards building a sustainable relationship, right? Maybe all you're looking for was beauty at that time. You didn't look at character. You get so you're able to build up things that make you a better person and helps you to make better choices, right? So take that negative experience, Tyler, and see how you can turn it into a positive thing. 
right? That you can create positive energy out of it. That's very, very important. It's very, very necessary for um, us to do, right? Secondly, what I think is required, especially if you're still going to encounter the offender, right? This is what I believe as Christians and as people that God has helped. Inasmuch as I remember the hurt that you caused, it would never be the foundation and basis for our relationship. It should never be. So I have forgiven you. Right? This is probably after dialogue we've spoken. Oh, you really did this terrible thing to me. You, you did stuff to me and all. And I do not appreciate it. It was unfair of you. It was... Generally, you didn't try. Let's just put it that way, right? You didn't do well. Um, so... I forgive you. I know what you did, but I forgive you. Let's start all over. Let's start all over. Now, you see, forgiveness is a big deal. Forgiveness is a big deal because it takes an extra heart to give somebody a second chance. Let's work this out. Let's do this again. So I'm not going to focus, I'm not going to put my mind on focus on you that you are... um, Oh, you've done this or you've done this before and because of this I'm didn't know. Now that's my opinion. That I'm not going to relate to you based on the mistakes that you've made. So remember in um, one of the episodes, I can't really remember, I I shared the story of the first time I took out Monty's car to drive that I like bashed, broke her side mirror. Now, the next time I was driving, my mom never kind of like was saying, um, drive carefully or remember the last time you, nah. The only thing she just said, okay, I've been going to drive carefully. She didn't have to bring the memory of my error in order to provide caution for me. Nah. Oh, you wasted my money on this. Okay, I've forgiven you. Here it is. Be more prudent. I don't have to narrate the story to let you know that I'm giving you another chance or to let you know that it's a trust. No. I don't think it's necessary for that to be done. If the person is a person of conscience, the person should already value the fact that you've given them another opportunity to right a wrong, especially to right a wrong mindset about them. So Tyler, this is my two cents on it. Forgive people if there are experiences or if the experiences are things that you can easily forget. They're, neg- they're negligible, right? Um, they're minute. They're not um, life-threatening in some way. Then why not? Just forget it. But if there are things that leave you permanently scarred, Never ever relate with the person based on that. Probably you got a child before marriage out of wedlock or something, you know. 
if the father of the child is there, you can't, you know, um, you see, because your offense, right, your unforgiveness or your, your, not that, but if you always use that as a yardstick to judge the person or to relate with the person, the person might have changed, right? And speaking, you know, like amends and moving on with the life and even making effort to win your trust again. But you would perpetually live in fear of disappointment. Uh, you did this before. You did this before. No, you did this before. No, no, no. It's okay. The child is there as a reminder of the offense. But you can't forgive the person. Still remember that the person hurt you. But you choose that you're not going to relate with the person based on that hurt. Ah, Binga. The Lord has given you so many giftings. The Lord has given you so many um, abilities. Ah, you misuse them. Oh, you're very much aware that um, things didn't go well the right time. But I'm giving you another chance. Let's try it again. Oh, let's try it again. It's, I don't know how best to explain it. But it's okay to remember the hurt. You probably would. You probably would, Tyler. But then again, all that you have to do, translate it into a positive energy for you. And then make sure that you don't use that memory to relate with that person. Generally, learn to let go. Learn to let go. Learn to let go. Because silently, right, whatever that person did that you've not um, learned to live above, you would use it as a yardstick for relating with other people. Now, I told, this is the final thing that I'll say. It's absolutely unfair for you to put restrictions on people or do things to people, or let people suffer for an offense they didn't commit. If you're going to love somebody intimately, you must give them the absolute clean slate. You can't carry the history of past experiences. You would only make it more difficult. And then the person can silently just be at home and be like, for crying out loud, what did I do? I'm just trying to love you. And you are just, you know, um, creating all of these stories. I don't know where it's all coming from. And something that was meant to be beautiful can actually be shattered. You could miss out of something beautiful, Tyler. So, in conclusion, forgive. If you can forget, why not? But if you can't forget, make sure that you do what? Take what was dealt to you and create something out of it, right? Wise people carry the, th- the stones, right, that they were thrown and use it to build houses. 
So God will help us, right? It's a big deal for God to help us. So yeah, so I really hope that you were blessed. I hope this really um, answered a lot of questions and put us in the right um, direction. Right? So yeah. So this is me signing out. Right? Remember, I love you. I believe in you. And I'm always rooting for you. Do have a lovely, lovely week. Bye.